You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale. And uh, I just landed back in Vancouver uh, after spending the last few weeks traveling, uh, starting in Australia, uh, then heading to Singapore, then heading to Malaysia. And over the course of those few weeks, I spoke to a combined audience now of over 2,000 people, uh, people that are just starting business online, uh, some people that are running very successful businesses online. And I got to meet a ton of incredible people people. And although I've only been on the ground for less than 48 hours in Vancouver, and I'm a little bit hazy and a little bit jet lagged, I wanted to uh, record this episode while it was still fresh in my head. And uh, what I want to talk about today is traffic generation and kind of the psychology behind traffic generation. Because, you know, while I was out uh, on the road, you know, it's always great to connect with so many people, but uh, I always look for patterns in the questions people are asking. Because I know that if I have, you know, 10 people ask me a question, then that's a question that is in a lot of people's minds. And So I want to address one specific topic around traffic generation, and it's not going to take long, but I I really want to make sure that you have the right perspective, the right mindset, the right psychology behind traffic generation. And if you're already generating hundreds of thousands of visitors a month to your website and you're kicking ass, you're taking names, you're making money, you probably don't need to listen to this podcast because you've already got your mindset right. Now, if you are either just getting started started, maybe you're not generating traffic, or maybe you're generating some traffic, but you're looking for better results, Um, then you should pay close attention here because uh, this is a fundamental mistake that I think too many entrepreneurs make when they are getting started online, once they put up their website, once they start trying to generate traffic. Now, the, uh, the, the topic I want to address on this episode is free traffic versus paid traffic. And and the reason why is this, is I see uh, a lot of businesses come online and they put in a ton of effort and a ton of time focused entirely on generating free traffic to your website. And look, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is I love free traffic. If I can get free targeted traffic to my website, I'm never going to say no. (laughs) I mean, obviously, you know, uh, free is good as long as, obviously, as long as they're targeted. If they're not buying, then I don't care if they're free or they're paid. I mean, they're not buying or they're not opting in or they're not taking action, then it doesn't matter. But, um, Free traffic is great. And, and you know, I'm not going to deny good free traffic from Google can convert like crazy. But there's a fundamental problem with free traffic generation. And I, I kind of want to use a little bit of a, a real estate analogy here to explain it. Now, when you invest in real estate and you buy real estate... When you buy that real estate, there's something called capital growth. And basically, that's when the real estate that you buy uh, increases in value. 
And it increases in value for, it could be numerous reasons. It could be, you know, more demand in the market. It could be the whole economy's going up. It could be something. But capital growth is when you buy something in real estate and the value of it just increases. You don't do anything else to that real estate. It just goes up over time. And in my books, free traffic is a little bit like capital growth when you're investing in real estate. And what I mean by that is this. When we buy real estate, if it goes up in value over time, we're really happy with that. But ask yourself, do you have any control over capital growth in real estate? Well, the answer to that is no, you don't have any control over that. If you get it, you love it, you high five, you know, that's fantastic, you've made money, and you haven't had to really do anything. But free traffic's a little bit that way. If we get it, we love it. But the fact of the matter is, is we have relatively little control over free traffic. Now, of course, you know, you can do all the things you need to do to optimize your website, to get good good rankings in Google, to go out there, to find places where you can get free traffic to your website. But when something is free, do you really have any control over it? Do you have any say over it? And the short answer to that is no. Okay. So again, I'm not trying to talk you out of free traffic. You know, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I'm saying, I love it. It's great, but we have very little control over it. And so here's the problem that I see is when people are starting out online and trying to grow their traffic, they put all these efforts and resources into driving free traffic to their website. And first of all, well, actually, let me take a take a side tangent here. There's no such thing as free. I mean, if you're putting time and effort into it, there is a cost to it, okay? But you're not paying necessarily per click. So we kind of look at it as free. But there is a cost associated with that traffic. Now, but free traffic itself, we have very little control over. And again, I'm going to go back to all the businesses that I've watched um, rely entirely on organic traffic from the search engines. And over the years, as Google's made changes, I've watched free traffic come and go in so many businesses, including sites of my own, where, you know, one day you think things are going well, but then the next day, boom, rankings change and your traffic dries up. And with that dries up your results. So again, free traffic is fantastic, but it shouldn't be your only source of traffic. Now, here's what the most successful entrepreneurs I know on the internet all know, and that is paid traffic is the key. And paid traffic is the key is because you have a control over that. When you're paying for something, you have a say in in, in the results. Now, it's so in other words, it's more secure. And so what is paid traffic? Well, paid traffic is pay-per-click, AdWords, uh, solo ads, anywhere we can go out and say, here's our target audience, and I'm willing to pay, uh, let's say per click, X amount per click to get these people to my website. So paid traffic in my books is truly your long-term way to scale. If you're relying 
entirely on free, I would suggest that your business is a little bit of a house of cards because when it's free, things can shift, things can change, and things can disappear. But when you're paying, there's a lot more consistency in the result because you're paying for it, you have more control over it. Now, again, that doesn't mean things can't change. They can, absolutely. You know, you can make the argument, well, I was paying for traffic, but then AdWords bumped me or I was paying for ads and Facebook changed their algorithm or whatever. And now they're, you know, they won't let me buy ads or whatever that may be. You can make that argument. But the fact is, is you have more control when you are buying traffic. So through those different channels, uh, reaching your target audience. Now, Here's the other question that is the wrong question to ask when you're getting started. And this is pertaining to paid traffic. So paid traffic, the question I always get is, well, how much should my budget be uh, to generate paid traffic? And again, that's the wrong question because in the world of buying traffic, you should never be buying clicks just for the sake of getting clicks. And how I like to explain this is if I spend a dollar, I want to make $2. Now, obviously, that's a very much a generalization. But what I'm saying is if I buy traffic, I don't want to just be buying traffic for those clicks. When I'm investing, I should be seeing a return on my investment. So if I can go out and I can buy a click for a dollar and make $2, well, how many times should I spend that dollar? Well, the answer is really simple. I want to spend that dollar as many times as humanly possible, okay? I want to buy as much inventory, as much traffic as I can if it is converting profitably. So again, we're shifting how we think about traffic generation. So let's, let's take a little rewind here. We started off talking about free traffic. Free traffic is great. We'll take it if we can get it. But that's not how we want to build our business because it's not reliable. If we're not paying for something, we don't really have a lot of control over it. Now, again, we'll still work to get free traffic, but for real long-term growth in our business, we need to find sources of paid traffic where we can pay to get people to our website, targeted visitors, targeted buyers to our website. Okay. Now the question then was, well, how much should my budget be to go out and buy traffic? And again, that's the wrong question to answer. And again, we're shifting psychology here. That's what I'm trying to do. It's the wrong question to ask because we don't want to buy traffic for the sake of just getting clicks. We want to buy traffic that's going to make us money. So if we spend a dollar and make two, we want to spend as many dollars as humanly possible to buy traffic profitably. Now, I'm going to take this one more step though. And this is something that is your long-term goal. And this is what advanced marketers know, is when you pay to acquire a visitor to your website, effectively you're, you're buying sales, okay? And what smart marketers know is this, is it, whoever can afford to spend the most on advertising in a specific niche or who can spend the most to buy a click to their website in a specific niche is going to win in that market because you can outspend your competitors. 
Okay, so what I mean by this is if we're competing to buy the same advertising and you can only afford to spend a dollar per click, but I can afford to spend a dollar fifty per click, I can always outbuy you, all right, and I can own that market. So the question then becomes how do I outbuy you? How do I outspend you in a specific niche or for that traffic? And this is where, again, uh, more experienced marketers and businesses know that when you are calculating how much you can afford to spend to buy a click or ultimately buy a sale, okay, uh, we don't just look at our... Uh, our ROI on the initial transaction. Rather, what we're going to look at is we're going to look at our lifetime value of a given customer. Okay, so let's let's say we need to go out and we need to drive um, uh, 50 visitors before we make a sale, and each one of those visitors costs us two dollars each. All right, so we're spending a hundred dollars to get a sale. All right, so 50 visitors at $2 each, $100 before we see a sale. And let's say that our sale, we make a profit of $75, or we make, a, we, we make $75 on that sale. So that means we've lost $25 acquiring that customer. Okay, so now we're no longer even talking about buying clicks. We're looking at the cost of making a sale. So it costs us $100 to make a $75 sale. Again, this is a mindset shift because when people are first getting started, they go, oh my goodness, I'm losing money. I can't uh, afford to do this. It's not profitable. But again, the mindset shift to a smart uh, marketer and somebody that's a little bit more experienced is they're not going to say, okay, well, look, I'm losing $25 on this. They're going to say, well, what's my lifetime value of that customer? customer. Over my lifetime, how much is he going to spend with us? Over the next 30 days, can I sell them another $25 in stuff to make it break even? And then how much more can I sell them to make it profitable? Now, this gets a little bit more complicated because you need to have, obviously, the cash flow to carry a bit of a loss on the initial sale. But the point I'm trying to make here is, is it's a mindset shift. For people that are just getting started, there's too many um, people that look at it and go, okay, A, I want free traffic. B, the ones that want paid traffic want it to convert profitably right away. And when in reality, they should be saying, okay, how do I obviously increase my conversion, increase the effectiveness of that, but what is my lifetime value of those customers? And, and again, that can be a little difficult to figure out when you're first getting started, but understanding the psychology is getting you one step closer to that. Okay. So let's just, uh, let's just take a step back here and, and, and recover what I talked about just to make sure we're totally on the same page. So free traffic is great, but it's not reliable. So what do we need? We need paid traffic. We're going to focus on paid traffic, paid traffic because we're buying it. We control it. How much should our budget be? Well, that doesn't matter because our goal is to buy traffic profitably. So if we spend a dollar, we make two. But are we going to make those $2 on the first transaction? Well, maybe not. We might not. And that's why we need to have a good sequence and a good follow-up sequence so that we can continue to maximize the value of a customer and increase that customer lifetime value so we can afford to spend more to acquire a customer. Because ultimately, in a specific niche market, 
The person or the company that can afford to spend the most to acquire a customer can outspend the competition and will control that market. End of story. Okay, so again, hopefully we're shifting that uh, mindset, the psychology of traffic generation uh, for those people who are a little bit newer to this and uh, kind of reframing how you're approaching this. And so to wrap things up uh, in this podcast, though, I want to share one more, I guess what I would call the secret to traffic success. And the secret to traffic success is effectively this diversification. What I know to be 100% true is any business that I have watched over the last 15 plus years doing this that has relied entirely on one source of traffic and one source of traffic only is eventually things change. Competitors come into markets, algorithms change, things shift. And if you do not diversify the sources of traffic that you're getting, eventually the source that you have will change. And if you only have one source of traffic, overnight your sales can dry up. I don't know any business today that is still around that was around five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that is still relying on the same source of traffic. It evolves. It changes. So uh, out of everything you've taken away here, um, hopefully there's been some mindset shifts. The last message I want to leave you with is diversification. Okay, you need to diversify your sources of traffic. And are you uh, when you're starting out, are you going to diversify and have multiple sources of traffic? No, absolutely not. You're going to start with one, maximize it, but then move over to the next one as quickly as possible. And finally, am I saying don't go after free traffic? No, absolutely. Optimize your website, rank in Google, get that good quality free traffic from the search engines, from social, from any other source you can. My message is though, is any real business that I've watched scale to seven, eight, nine figures has never relied entirely on free traffic. They've always unlocked the mystery of paid traffic found sources of targeted buyers, found ways to maximize that lifetime value and outspend their competition. So there you go. Hopefully I've shifted your mindset and got you asking the right questions, thinking in the right direction in regards to traffic generation. And in upcoming episodes, I'm going to dive into more specific traffic generation strategies, sources, places to get traffic and give you real specifics. But before you can dive into specifics, you have to have the right mindset and the right psychology. So hope you learned something in this episode. And once again, you can find the transcripts and all of the show notes on Entrepreneur ignited.com along with all of our other podcast episodes. And if you haven't subscribed on iTunes and you're an iOS user, by all means, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a rating, leave us a review. We would love that. If you're an Android user, you can also find us on stitcher.com or on soundcloud.com. Thank you very much. And we will see you in the next episode. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. 